Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavin Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 4's Episodes 11's. My name, Tavin Dillard. I mow lawns. I live in Chancellor Park. Mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. If this is your first time getting around a podcast, let me just tell you right now, it's like a radio show. And if you want a shirt that reminds you, I got the Tab Builder Podcast shirt available at the link in the show notes. And if you've been on a podcast here lately listening, uh, you know there's a couple things in the pipe, as they say, uh, coming down the, the runway, uh, chugging down the tracks, uh, something, a couple new shirts uh, at some point this fall, heading into the holiday seasons. Um, one of them is for donut goals we working on, and the other one is for Tavin's uh, lawn care services. Well, that's me, Tavin Dillard, and my, my business. Uh, I mentioned last week it's too soon to send in questions for the Q&A for the last episode of Season 4, which will be in roughly a month or so. Uh, we do 15 episodes in a season of the podcast, and this is Episodes 11. So if you do want to start sending them in, go for it this week. You can text me, 501 322 gmail.com. And listen here. Let me just tell you right now. You're going to see a few links uh, in, in the show notes today. And once you check them out. Uh, firstly, it's going, firstly, this is the deal. First thing you're going to see, top of the list. A, you know, one, whatever you want to say. The first link you're going to see is Tavin's bag of bacon. Now, I talked about it on the interweb. I've been eating that bacon. I've been trying to be nice and share it with other people. It's hard to share the bacon. And that stuff is good. That is a delicious snack. So, you can check that out at the link in the show notes. But then below that, what you're going to see is a link to the t-shirts. Not just the Tavern Diller Podcast t-shirt, Bud's Burger Shed t-shirt, which is actually the uniform we wear for our softball season. And you're going to hear more about that in just a little bit as far as the softball season goes. But I'll say, and then you'll see uh, the ways you can get in touch with me if you got a Q and A. Well, I'll have the answers. Uh, that's how it worked for a Q and A. The questions is what you send in. The answers is what I give on the last episode of this season's podcast, episode 15. So you can see uh, email there or text message there and just put like uh, subject line, uh, you know, in email, like Q and A season four or uh, in the text say, hey, this is for, because folks send me texts and emails all, you know, during not just when I ask for them for the podcast. So sometimes I think somebody's just asking me a question. They want me to text them back. But then I realize, oh, they they want me to answer this one on the podcast. So if you just say, hey, this is for the podcast Q&A, then I just know and there ain't no guessing game kind of thing. And I try to keep track of everyone that comes in and get them answered. And if some folks ask the same question, I might just say so-and-so and so-and-so, you know, had this question kind of thing. Now, if you got questions for me, I'm Tavin Dillard uh, about Chancellor Park, my life, uh, you know, what I do for a living, what's going on with me and my neck of the woods this fall and all that. Then you email it to me, or you send it to me, and I'll answer the question. Now, what's happened in the past is folks got questions about, like, video production stuff. I don't do that. I mow lawns. 
I live in Chancellor Park. But Joel Berry from Sweet Tea Films, he do that. So if you got questions for him, sometimes he come in uh, them Q and A's and he answer them questions. So that's how that go, just to give you a heads up. And that's coming up. So it's it's time now, y'all. If y'all got questions, start sending them in. But there's a lot to cover here today. Oh, Tavin, you just exaggerating. I'm in my car driving to work. I'm on a backhoe getting some work done out on the, on the property. Uh, I'm bike ramping, popping a wheelie in town, listening to your podcast. I'm on a walk. I'm at a ribbon cutting at the tracker supply store. Whatever you're doing, you know, picking up feed. Uh, you you dropping somebody off at t-ball practice. Uh, that kind. Of, you trying to avoid your mother-in-law. And you hiding behind the snack aisle uh, like a whole display of pumpkin spice Oreos or something at the grocery mart and you listen to this. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm just saying I ain't exaggerating right now. There's a lot to cover today. Let me just give you a preview so you know what you're in for. Donut Goes has started serving hot cider. There was a possum on the roof at Donut Goes, apparently stuck. Guess who got it down? Stay tuned for that. There's an ATV auction at Brunwell's Tires. And, of course, I have an update on Team Burger Shed's very exciting softball season. So, I hope you got on your watermelon helmet or your pumpkin helmet this time of year. And you buckled up because this is going to be another exciting update from Chancellor Park in my neck of the woods. Welcome, y'all. So, y'all know I've been saving for a truck. My gal Cricket asked me this week how it was all going with the savings, and I figured it's time to update everybody, not just her. I have a goodly amount saved again after a couple setbacks where I needed to have some repairs done, swamp cooler, you know, for me, and then for Meemaw and her 91 Buick Regal. She needed some air stuff for her and her friends to get to Gatlinburg on a little uh, vacation trip. So, you know, that cut into the savings. Well, I told Cricket how much I saved, and she said, you could probably get a truck now. You know, the right one for the right price. I'm just a bit, teeny bit over $900 saved. That's a lot of money. I ain't been looking hard because I ain't been ready to buy. And you know how it is. Why you get your hopes up early? If you know you ain't got the money to get the one you want, and by the time you get the money, the truck or the car you wanted in was gone. So why are we going to do that to ourselves? Such an emotional roller coaster kind of thing. Cricket's doing good, though. They're getting all these fall activities together at the nursing home, and I plan on being down there to volunteer more now that the lawns are slowing down a bit, and there's talk that they might hire me part-time to do some stuff, be there more, more often than not. Uh, they happy with the help I gave them before, and like I said, I, if I got more time because these lawns are dying, hey, I'm a working man. Put me to work. Cricket asked me if I heard about the ATB auction coming up. I told her I heard about it, but that's about it. Like, I wasn't looking into it. I ain't thinking about it. I ain't, I ain't got no ATB on my radar or nothing like that. And she said she wanted to go, and it was going to be fun. It's going to be a Brunwell Tires, you know, out on their property. I don't know about it being fun, but I told her I'd go, so we kind of had that plan this week. And where did we get supper? Well, we went to Bickham's. All-you-can-eat catfish buffet on Tuesday. It's all-you-can-eat uh, on that night. I mean, that's why they call it that. It ain't every night of the week they let you do that. Early supper, we're going to do that. And then out to Brunwell's Tires, uh, where them see some of them ATB side-by-sides. And, uh, you know, all them things that they about to get auctioned off out there. But I was down at Go Donut Goes Tuesday before Wednesday. And Cheryl Grubbs is getting that place all decorated for fall. And she said they're going to do donuts that are like a ghost or a Spider-Man or a weasel. I guess if you're doing Halloween donuts, you can pretty much get away with anything because folks just dress up like whatever they want. Now, who's going to buy a weasel donut? Your guess is as good as mine. If it's colorful, though, and it got sprinkles on it, it'll sell. Them kiddos like that. Some grown-ups do, too. 
And I, I was there, I was just putting in a uh, pretty good hurting on apple frittler. And since I'm a regular, maybe they do this for everybody, I don't know. I asked her to put a little butter on top and warm it up for 11 seconds and put it on a little plate kind of thing. And I eat it with a plastic fork and a knife like a sit-down meal. That's what I like to do sometimes. Call me fancy if you want, but some days, if I got the time, I like to eat them out of way. Now, not all the time. I ain't saying that's how I eat every apple frittler. That ain't true, but that's how I did it this week. Um... That's a hoot. So I'm steady working on that frittler. Got a chocolate milk. And Cheryl Grubbs, she was taping up an orange balloon for that fall decoration. She said, you know what else we do in Tavern? And I told her I didn't know because I didn't know. And I ain't in a rush. And Cheryl's already at work, so she ain't in a rush neither. And so she just go ahead and say, we're going to be serving hot apple cider. And I just said, when are you going to do that? And she said, right now. It just ain't on the menu yet. I'm just telling folks like a word of mouth kind of thing. I told her, yeah, I was like, I wouldn't be opposed to trying some of that. And she said she'd just uh, get me a little sample. She had it in a big crock pot in the back, so it would just get hot and stay hot kind of thing. That's how that crock pot work. If you've never been around a crock pot, uh, they stay hot uh, as long as you've got them plugged in or you got that electricity uh, running to them. Uh, uh, unplugged crock pot, that's a cold crock pot. Uh, it might be warm for a little while if it's been heated up all day, but eventually what happened to that is it cooled down too. But she got a plugged-in crock pot in the back, and she got that cider in that, so she ladled out some cider in a little styrofoam cup, and she said she put Red Hots in it. You know them little candies, them little little red candies, and they hot? And they, that's, I mean, a perfect name for them. You think about it, they Red Hots. You see it on the floor, though, you'd say, oh, somebody lost a button off their shirt, but it ain't a button. It's a Red Hot candy. Kind of spicy, just shaped like a little button. Now, I will say this. Chocolate milk and apple cider ain't a great combo, but that was just what it was. I'd started on the chocolate milk. She offered me the apple cider. I wasn't about to say no to some free cider, see how she do it, uh, but I did have that combo. I ain't bragging. Uh, a little rebarrist, but not rebarrist enough not to tell y'all that that's what happened. The way I did it was I chugged that chocolate milk because I didn't think I'd want it after drinking that cider anyway, and I didn't want to waste no chocolate milk. So I did that, and then I took the bite of that hot buttered frittler, kind of cleared the palate, as they say. And what do you know? Apple cider and apple frittler is a good combo. And I told Cheryl that. I said, you in business with the cider, I'm telling you. And she said to me, really? And I said, really? So for all the concerns a person might have, like me, when you're down at donut shop and, they, you're, and your local donut shop gets a new owner like mine did, I have to tell you, I ain't mad at what's happening with them over there at Donut Goals. Cheryl and Shane Grubbs, they doing a good job on that thing. Now, buddy, I was full after that chocolate milk, frittler and cider, and that's the kind of feeling I want when I, want, when I go cannonballing. I love to cannonball on a full stomach, but City Pooh closed now that we ended the fall, and I, 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 that wasn't a plan. I didn't have no cannonball plans, and I, the only place you can go is somebody like Mort Wydell's Above Ground Pooh or out at the lake or somebody else's house that got a pool, but that wasn't a thing. I had, I had lawns to mow, so I just steady going to work on a full tummy today. That's how that is. Time to work. Well, I get through several lawns today, multiple lawns, more than one lawn, many lawns. I had buds, and you know his is big property. I got a ride out there because uh, I get dropped off. I ain't got that car yet like we talked about. And while I'm out at Bud's property, I'm talking to his wife, Nita, telling her about the ATB auction that Cricket want to go to tonight. And she got excited. She said, they have some good deals out there. And this made me feel a little better because even though Cricket was excited, I didn't know why. You know, what's the big deal? I know she likes off-road stuff, but as far as I know, she ain't in the market for a side-by-side -side or anything like that. And then Nita say something to me uh, that really got me thinking. She said, Tavin? You get an ATB, you wouldn't need to get a ride out here. 
Now, Bud's property gets mowed on a riding mower, and that thing is his. So all I got to do is get out there to that property and use their mower. I keep it maintained for them because I'm the one using it. You know, I take care of their mower too. But I, I say all that just to say I could get outside of town, like Bud's property, bait and tackle, and the lake, and all that on an ATV. I mean, it ain't as fast as a car. Take a little longer, but it's way faster than a bike. That's how that goes. So my wheels is turning because I do have money saved. And if I came across a two, $300 ATB, buddy, I got money for that. Now, it'd be cutting into my truck fund, but maybe that's what I need now. You know, in the meantime, I don't know, but that's what I think. Like my wheels was turning. You know how your wheels is turning? That's like expression. That's what people say. Like I don't have a wheel in my head, but you're thinking. It's like a bright, you know, like you, I think it's like gears on, on machines and different things. When the wheels are turning, uh, uh, then you got like a water wheel from yesteryear, you know, the generated. I don't know. I, got, I, I don't know where in the world I'm going right now with any of this uh, comparison kind of thing. All I'm saying is I was thinking maybe an ATB is a good idea. Maybe it is. So I finished that lawn and Nita take me back into town. She's going to drop in on Bud at the burger shed anyway. And well, I was going to have lunch at the burger shed. So that all worked out. Well, no sooner had I sat down with that bacon double cheeseburger, curly fries and Dr. Pepper did a flustered Cheryl Grubbs come hustling in there and she was deeply concerned, y'all guys. She look around, she make eye contact with me and she shuffle over there. Tavin, there's a possum on the roof of Donut Ghost and I'm afraid he's going to get in the store. Now I'm thinking, probably not, unless he got a handsaw or some sort of power tools. I mean, he ain't no Mission Impossible slinking into the Donut Store kind of possum. That ain't the way the possum work. You know, I ain't trying to do that. But I said, what do you need, you know, Cheryl? She said, Shane's at work. He can't be there for another two hours. Can you get that thing off the property? Now, see, the way it is, Shane and Cheryl Grubbs bought the donut store, but it's really like her baby. Like, she there all the time. Shane got another job, but he'll come and help. So he at that thing, and she want me to go down there and get a possum off the roof. A donut goes. I say, I probably could do it. I am an animal whisperer. Bank, bank. So I tell Cheryl, I need to finish lunch, and that's what I do. And then I head over to Donut Goes. It's a standalone building, and we get there. It's a little parking lot out front. It ain't paved. Next door, it's a separate building. It's an auto parts store. It's neither of these is on Main Street, though, y'all guys. I'm picturing your mind. I know you know about Main Street, but Donut Goes and this auto store, it ain't on, it ain't, it's an auto parts store. It ain't on Main Street. Main Street's where Sonic, Buds, Maggie Flowers, all them are. So anyhow... I get a ladder that was leaning against the back of the building, already putting two and four together as to how this possum got on the roof, and I start climbing up the back of Donut Goes. Well, it's midday, so it ain't cool. I mean, it's fall, but it ain't that cool yet. And I get to the top of that ladder and peek on that roof, and they're staring right at me like, bink, bink, is a full-grown, slightly fatigued possum. I don't know if you think you know what I'm going to do, but I'll tell you right now I, what I wasn't going to do. And that was I was not going to grab that possum. Like if he's getting out of here, it's going to be because I shoot him or I chased him or I kind of directed him down. But I ain't trying to carry no possum down the ladder, leaned against the back of Donut Goes. So I crawl onto that roof and that thing hiss at me. You ever had a possum hiss at you? It ain't pretty at all. Well, I don't know where Cheryl went, but I start to circle behind that possum, basically trying to get behind him so I can just go over to that ladder and climb down like he's just going to, I'm going to shoo him toward that ladder. That's how he got up there, and he's going to climb down that thing. 
because uh, I don't think possums are great jumpers. Uh, maybe you know something I don't know, but I ain't seen many jump from long distances and, and do okay. Well, as it's getting closer to that ladder, Cheryl peekaboo her head at the top of that ladder and say, here, Tavin, take this. And she handed me a little styrofoam cup of hot cider, and she said, get him, Tavin. So Cheryl handed me that thing, and now the, the possum backing away from the ladder because Cheryl done blocked him off, you know, kind of thing. So that, that, she, I got that styrofoam cup in my hand, and it's piping hot. You know, she got it in the crock pot. And them crock pots stay hot all day long. I mean, as long as they plugged in. they stay, And hers is plugged in. So she handed me that telling me to get it. Cheryl, I told her, I was like, you need to get down that ladder because that's how this thing's going to get down there. Oh, okay, Tavin. So now she's shuffling back down that ladder. Well, now I got to scoot away from the ladder again. I'm holding a cup of hot cider, which I guess Cheryl wanted me to throw on that possum. But I didn't think it'd really come to that yet. So it's a standoff with me and this possum. I'm keeping my distance. I'm kind of toward the tip top of Donut Goes Roof looking down at the possum who is now staring. He's staring at me, but he's backing up toward that ladder. Then out of nowhere, Cheryl Grubbs hollers from the parking lot, get him, you know, way down there uh, uh, toward below. And then the possum, he run toward me away from Cheryl's voice. So now I got this fatigued possum that done hissed at me. We done got a history, you know, uh, him being mad at me. And now he coming at me and I'm steady holding a piping hot cup of apple cider from Cheryl Grubbs. So I kind of jump back and I yell, hi because I guess that's just my instinct, like I do one of them hi y'all things when I'm about to get attacked. And while I'm doing that, that old cup of cider sloshes out of the cup and onto my hand, burning it, and I scream, and I throw that cider cup. Well, that possum, I guess, see what that did to me, and he don't want no part of it. So it turned around, and it hauled tail down that ladder somehow, and now Cheryl is screaming because that possum is making his way down into the parking lot toward her. Apparently, she backtracking, like facing front ways, but walking back ways because she didn't want to take her eye off that possum, but she didn't want to stay closer to it, you know, like that way she won't get further from it. But it ain't like Cheryl practiced that backward shuffle, and before long, gravity took over, and she landed on her tail. Uh, right behind Donut goes, while a possum that had been slightly splashed with hot cider made its way down that ladder, and then it shot out into the direction of that auto parts store next door. So all I had to bring down was an empty styrofoam cup, and by the time I made it down the ladder, Cheryl was still on her back like a box turtle having a bad day. I was like, you okay, Cheryl? She said, is it gone? I said, yeah, it's gone, but I think y'all should store that ladder somewhere else. Well, Cheryl agreed to that. She didn't like that possum escapade. That was a longer lunch break than I expected, y'all guys, to say the least. But Cheryl said she'd happily give me a free cup of cider any day I was in there, donut goes during the fall. So that was what I call an unexpected reward. I didn't expect it. I didn't say, hey, I'll get this possum off your roof, but you're going to have to give me cider every time I come in there. I didn't expect that. I didn't ask for that. But it's one of them things that's why we call it an unexpected reward. More lawns to do, though, for me. And then I had that ATB auction. Well, during supper at Bickham's, Cricket tell me she brought some money because her granddaddy, want an ATV. And I asked her if that was a good idea for him to have one. She said, well, he still operated a pickup truck pretty well, so it should be fine. I said, I reckon she's right. I sure hope she is. I take a couple hush puppies to go, and we get out to Brunwell's where that auction is. And I ain't thinking I'm going to get anything, but I am hearing Bud's wife in my head saying, you know how an ATV might be a good idea kind of thing. And we get out there, and folks is checking in, getting ready. They had quite a few vehicles out there. So, you know, once you start looking around, it's easy to start thinking, hey, 
one of these could be mine. I could see myself riding one of these stuff, you know, like that away. I could be on this thing and I could be, you know, showboating, getting things places quicker, picking up stuff from the grocery store. I could go to Rickard's grocery store. You know, that's what's going My wheels, you know, like I was saying earlier, my wheels was turning. I was thinking about all the things I could do if I had an ATV. And then now, now I'm around a bunch of them that's for sale at what you would call a discounted price. Well, I ain't never been to an auction with Cricket, and I had no idea. I mean, that first auction started, and it's a cheap little knock-around ATB, and she hop in there, and Cricket is bidding, and then she throttle back, and she stopped bidding, and she end up getting that little beater for $75. Get a little ATB for $75. She look at me and smile, and she say, you ready? I said, I I kind of want to see what else they got, you know, like that way. I wasn't quite ready to leave at that point. Well, we had a couple other ATBs come through there, and then a side-by-side, -side, and then prices went up, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. I just couldn't do it. You know, I just saved that, that money for that pickup truck. I was like, I'll just hold on to it. I got that money, you know. Uh, I'm, I just want to keep it, and Cricket said, you know, my granddaddy, he loved you. I bet he'd share his, his ATB with you. Well, I do know her granddaddy likes me, and you can hear all about the sacrifices I made for that man in Season 3, Episode 8 of the podcast and Season 3, Episode 11. That'll give you some insight on my brief history with Cricket's granddaddy. So, I think about this idea she just floated out there, and Cricket's saying that he'd love the idea. Oh, he'd love to share that with you kind of thing. So she called him right then and there, and she's yelling so he can hear, and I'm thinking, am I getting joint custody of an ATB with Cricket's granddaddy? And well, yep, I was. He was happy to help, and I just wanted, wasn't sure what in the world just happened, but all I know is that Cricket said he wanted me to have it first, which I didn't feel right about since I ain't even paid no money for it. He didn't want no money for it. So I said at least let him ride it for a day and check it out. So it got taken out to her grandparents' farm, and now I will have to set up a time to get out there and see it. So I kind of have access to ATB, which could be more trouble to get than help that it would lend me. But I just ain't sure yet. So where does that bring us to, y'all guys? Oh, yeah. It brings us to the first game of the playoffs for the adult softball league. Just a couple nights after the auction night, it was softball night at the fields and a single elimination. You lose, you done. Have a good offseason. Now, it ain't like they decorating the fields and bringing out a marching band with a moat control plane flying over. It's just like a play ball kind of thing. Except when it comes to the concession stand. Mary Beth Tucker has actually done the one thing that she ain't never made wrong and that she brought this week them hot butter dinner rolls that's softer than a baby angel's leg and she learned how to make them and bring it up. She made five baskets full. And so she said she worked half a day at the veterinary so that she could get home and bake all them. And that's exactly what she did. Mary Beth Tucker baked them rolls like it was the championship round of the hot dinner roll bake-off. She came to play. Lines were long at the concession stand, and she had to steady focus. She told Myron she was going to hold back a basket, a whole basket for our team. But I know once she started seeing them George Washingtons, all bets was out the window. But that ain't my problem. I had to worry about running down fly balls and making soft contact at the plate. Well, we was playing Brunwell Tires, which we played not too long ago in a regular season game, and they ain't no stranger to the playoffs or the championship game, and they showed up swinging. Like by the time we got the first out in the first inning, they scored four runs, and by the time the inning was over, they scored a total of five runs, so they had five runs real quick right off the bat. 
So we got punched in the mouth by Brunwell Tires, and then we had to regroup. Rusty Tidwell, you may notice about him, but he hates to lose. He don't throw a fit, but he hates it. So he did all he could with his at-bat in the first inning. He launched that thing over the right field wall, and we was on the board. Brunwell Tires, they got two more in the third inning. Then in the fourth inning, when they was ahead 7-1, to one, I think they kind of relaxed, like in a bad way, and we kind of relaxed, like in a good way. They tossed that thing up there, and y'all guys, we made contact again and again and again. We hit five singles in a row. Just bloop, boop, boop, you know, just steady to uh, death by a thousand cuts kind of thing. That scored two runs, then five singles did. Then I was up, and I grounded the first base so hard, but another run scored. They got me out, but we got another feller home. Then Rance Farnhart laced a double, and another run scored. That made it 7-5. to five. Well, other than Rusty's first in the home run, our heavy hitters, they ain't really hit heavy yet. It'll be quite, kind of quiet night for any of the big hits. We waited till the bottom of the last inning when it was 8-5, to five, and Donnie Wayne Chambliss liked to tear the cover off that ball. Home run. Ricky Don Pearson hit a solid stand-up double uh, out all the way out to the wall. He didn't clear it, but don't matter uh, know-how because Mort Dwidell launched the next ball like me off the diving board at the city pool. I mean, so high, two-run dinger right there, and we was on our way. It was eight to eight, and if we score one more, we won this thing. Well, two outs later, I get up there, and I hit a single over the first baseman's head. A little power for me. I got it over his head. You know, I'm a lefty, so I'll pull that ball. Rance Fornhart, he's up next, and he made good contact, and my head is just down, and I'm running, and I keep running, and folks are screaming, and I'm running, and folks are screaming. I don't even know if my eyes is open, y'all guys. I'm just hauling tail, and then I hear someone say, Tavin, you good? Well, I ain't touched home yet, so I know I ain't good. But I look over my shoulder because I'm just rounding third, and that ball Rance hit is landing next to the hay bales over the center field wall where Chet Dilroy trains them junior archers, and Brunwell tires, they walking off the field. I touch home base. Rance follows behind me. He touched home, making that a home run, and all the fellas are waiting there at home plate. Team Burger Shed, 10, Brunwell Tires, 8, and we got round two of the playoffs next week. Get your Team Burger Shed jersey while they last. Link in them show notes like I was saying earlier. So we all happy. I didn't expect no dinner roll, y'all guys, but Mary Beth Tucker not only saved some for the team, she also brought them to the dugout. And I'm about to tear into one when I hear the engine of an ATB approach on. And guess who's on it? Cricket's granddaddy with a little helmet on and like pilot goggles. I mean like he's a World War I pilot trucking up to that chain link dugout. And when he get close, he hit the gas instead of the brake right into that chain link. Boom! Steady stopped him. And he bounced on that seat, landed back on it. He smiled at me, shut that thing off. He looked over at me and, he, and, like, and I'm holding that hot butter dinner roll, just kind of staring at Cricket's granddaddy with them goggles around his head and that little helmet on. And that hot butter dinner roll was just in my hand, softer than a baby angel's leg. And he said to me, it's your turn now, fella. He called me fella. And with that, I had an ATV until it was Cricket's granddaddy's turn, and whenever that's going to be. Cricket smiled, and she waved, and she said she had to get her granddaddy home. Uh, J.T. Whitlow said he'd ride my bike back to Chancellor Park. And once I finished my roll and enjoyed the win with the fellas at the fields, I was cruising back home on a freshly auctioned ATB that I share with my girlfriend's granddaddy. 
Now I got my mind on a celebration breakfast this week. Maybe a standard glaze with some hot cider down at Donut Ghost. I may do the chocolate glaze. Depending on how I feel. I will say, if I get the chocolate glaze, I'm going to get the chocolate milk. Maybe take the cider to go after that's all down. I don't know. I got options now. The cider's free. Possums hate it. Well, y'all, I better get out of here for now. But please, rate this podcast. Leave me a comment. And you can even text me your feedback on all this at 501-322-6249. Get yourself a bag of bacon this week, too. A Team Burger Shed shirt if you want to. And send in questions for the Q&A. It's time now. It is time. I appreciate hearing from you. My email's in the show notes, too. That's tabandiller.gmail.com. Check them show notes today, y'all guys, for all the fun. I appreciate y'all joining me on the Tab and Dillard podcast today. And hey... If you ain't falled backways in the parking lot while looking frontways at a possum that smells like cider climbing down a ladder behind a donut shop, you having a pretty good week. We'll see you later. <laughs>